Stats Canada released its August crop production estimate this week. To find out more about the report and how the information is put together, reporter Scott Bolton talked with John Say, the unit head for the co-op reporting unit at Statistics Canada. What we're seeing in the release that uh, came out on September 14th is that, uh, in general, uh, crop yield and production is looking uh, better this year when compared to 2021. As I'm sure you're aware, 2021 was a very, very dry and hot year, so yields uh, and production across Western Canada were down quite a bit, uh, but things are certainly looking better this year thanks to uh, more precipitation and more moderate temperatures. And does that kind of uh, change it all from, it was, I think, in the middle of August that the last one came out? Has that changed it all? Uh, there have been some small changes, um, but not too, too much. Um, so the uh, previous release came out on August 29th, and that was for uh, everything up until uh, July 31st. The current release uh, that came out yesterday on the 14th is up until the end of August. So we do see some small changes, uh, but by and large, the, the trend is still uh, the same, which is that things do look quite a bit better than they did in 2021. All right. And then you mentioned that that's kind of due to uh, precipitation and growing conditions. Uh, can you expand on that at all? Sure. Uh, well, across a lot of uh, Western Canada, we're certainly seeing more precipitation, um, definitely in Manitoba and uh, in parts of Alberta. Uh, similarly, in eastern Saskatchewan, there's been uh, more precipitation this year. There are still some dry pockets of the province in the central and southwestern parts of the province, so uh, yields could potentially be impacted there as a result. Uh, but in general, again, uh, higher precipitation has certainly made for a better situation in 2022. And then when is the next report coming out? So the next report will be our final set of uh, yield and production estimates, and that will be released on December 2nd. All right, and that'll just be kind of the same information, just updated with new, I guess, uh, statistics? That's right. So the release on August 29th and on September 14th were both uh, preliminary estimates of yield and production using a model-based approach. And the final estimates, uh, that will be released on December 2nd will be produced using a survey of approximately 27,000 farmers across the country. And that will be the final estimates for yield and production for the year. And then kind of moving on to the, uh, I guess, methods behind that. It seems like, uh, at least from some releases, that you're kind of moving away from surveys for uh, farmers. Could you tell me a bit about that? Sure. Well, right now it's in the Agriculture Division at StatCan. We're we're working towards trying to employ new methods that will help us to produce uh, data that is uh, of a similar or better quality, while also trying to reduce the amount uh, that we need to contact farmers. You know, we understand how busy farmers are throughout the year, and anytime we can continue to produce those high-quality statistics without having to contact farmers, that's sort of a win for everybody. So, and that's what this model-based approach allows us to do. Um, historically, in both July and September, uh, we would contact farmers and we would ask them for their estimations of preliminary yield and uh, production. Uh, and 2016, we moved away from that approach, uh, starting with the September um, occasion when we, when we started implementing this model-based approach. Uh, and then in 2020, we did the same with July. Uh, what we found from uh, from looking at our internal studies is that we were able to produce estimates that are as good or better uh, than we were able to produce using a standard survey-based approach where we contacted farmers. So what kind of benefit does that have for farmers at all? Sure. Well, as I'd mentioned before, one of the big benefits is that um, we don't need to contact farmers as much. So uh, as I'd mentioned, we, we fully understand that they're quite busy. 
Um, so this provides us an opportunity to produce that same data without having to call throughout the month of July and throughout the month of September. So that's one of the, the big benefits. And then uh, another benefit to, uh, to, to not just farmers uh, who could be using the data, but also to other data users is that the, the results that we are producing uh, generally tend to be as good or better uh, than what we were producing um, with a standard survey of race approach. And then does that also benefit StatsCan? Um, yes, yeah, I mean, it's a benefit to everybody. Uh, this is uh, a good approach that we're able to do um, you know, like I said, there's less calling of farmers involved, and so it's, it's beneficial to sort of everybody. Uh, it's a um, sort of a simpler process than a, a survey-based approach, so uh, I think it's beneficial to everybody all, all around. That's John Say, Unit Head for the Co-op Reporting Unit at Statistics Canada. For Golden West, I'm Scott Bolton. Thanks, Scott. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Scott Bolton, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.